and I would come in early and I would put on videos like Devo videos and they always had something to do with film industry or film related, right? So like I would play like Oingo Boingo stuff because Danny Elfman is a composer and mm-hmm. stuff for a lot of films and stuff and like play like weird science and shit like that. Right? And one of, one of the, one of the students was an older gentleman, older than me. And he told, told Sam that we should play something that was more central to the movie that we were going to be watching. Was this cinematic structure? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, fuck him. I'm going to (laughs) play. She said, uh, well, Brandon comes in. He can play whatever he wants before class starts. <laughs> That's what she told they me. wanted. They wanted he you wanted. to play. He wanted you to play it like before class. He wanted you to play like the score of the movie yeah. and, and yeah, stuff like something that. Something that had to do with the movie. When you have yeah. a deep, that's what we do when we when we eat beforehand. We we play <laughs> nothing but re- relevant movie scores of the movie that we listen to because that's the only way to get into a movie discussion. Yeah, is if uh, otherwise you're screwed. Like yeah, if you you're if lost. you played some Devo before this, I wouldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do this right now. <laughs> My mind would be too off. You 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 wouldn't be able to whip it. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to whip it into shape at all. Uh, yeah, I always thought Oingo Boingo was like a another like person like a another group like the Wiggles. I always thought <laughs> what it's the way that it, it sounds like a Nick Jr. band. Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo sounds like a Nick like Jr. The show. Main characters like a pig or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a Peppa Pig. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because I grew up with or a pig Oingo that Boingo. plays bongos. Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. There we go. That would be good. That would be good. Oingo Boingo. Yeah, that would be great. Children's television is easy. (laughs) I mean, now we just have... I mean, what do we have? What what do the kids watch nowadays? I mean, Paw Patrol Patrol is a big one. Uh, Doc McStuffins. Who is that? Who's Doc? What's the kid? What's the little boy in the pajamas? Diego. No, there's no boy in the pajamas. Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah, we just bought. We just bought. My my niece has a little brother. Oh, Coco Melon. Coco yeah, Melon. Coco is Melon. Big. The fuck's Coco, Coco Melon? Melon. It's it's like a. I mean, I don't know if it's a show. That's a show. coconut and a melon. You're just <laughs> you're just combining two fruits. It's uh, it's it's like where a bunch of nursery rhymes are animated and showed. Um, mm. that's a big, that's where like big baby shark time is happening is all yeah. on Coco Melon. Yeah. yeah. Coco Melon. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm surprised you've never heard, <laughs> I'm surprised you've never heard of Coco Melon before. No. Are your I mean, sisters not of the age of Coco my Melon? Sister, my youngest sister's 15. <laughs> <laughs> I think she might be, uh, uh about 13 years. I thought, off I of thought she was old enough to watch the movie with me today. So no, <laughs> I, I think, I think I can only imagine like a, a, a parent, like a, a two parents trying to watch this movie, like mm-hmm. the opening scene while their kid is in the background. <laughs> So right, right when Hans walks in the room, and it starts having the conversation, you hear in the background, <laughs> I can't imagine being a parent and trying to watch serious movies. 
No. You couldn't, right? You're gonna re- you just got you, you to wait you until you have to wait until the kids are asleep. Yeah. yeah. During the day you're gonna rewatch the same movie like six, seven times. As long as it's like a really good baby shark remix, I think I can do that. I'm just not gonna have a TV No, it's in my called house. <laughs> there there's two things. Um uh the first is a room separate from your own that your kid stays in. The ultimate man cave. Yes. Kid cave. Uh, the second is called nanny. You you need those two things, <laughs> or, or or kids or, uh, kids don't parents kids parents don't that'll just take the live kid in, all the time. Live in grandparents yeah. grandparents yeah grandparents yeah yeah grandparents are are uh... kids are too much responsibility. We're here to watch movies. I was I had this conversation uh, over the weekend um, that that kids kids are worthless, <laughs> and 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 having sit in the back seat. And she goes, hey. I said, well, up to a certain age. I mean, uh, seven, eight years old. I said, people should have kids and then they should immediately go to like a state run facility and then they raise them until they're eight and then they give them back to you. Then they'll just become liberals. And, and, and then, and then I, I said, and then, you know, if, if it turns out goofy or you don't want it, then you could, there should be some kind of exchange it. system. <laughs> <laughs> you just send it to the army. <laughs> you had turned your mic a bit. You just tapped it. Uh, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. It. Yeah. I see. I, I disagree. I don't think it's exactly a point where they're, where they're good. I think there's like, there's like a, there's like a gap. I think there's a gap because Sure, there are a lot of work at the beginning, but they're also really cute. Like, there's a certain bit where they're cuteness cute. doesn't make up for the fact that they can't talk. That's the thing. But like, I think I think it does though. Like those those forming years, they're only cute so years. you don't eat them. That's the only reason why baby animals and babies are cute, so you don't eat them. I disagree. I've eaten a lot of veal in my life. Yeah, yeah, you've never had to look it in the face and then kill it. I've worked Brandon. on a, I've worked on Brandon. a ranch. Yeah, but try but the veal. I beat the shit out of a fucking baby cow before. You beat the shit out of it with a baseball bat. <laughs> Did you I, eat I, it after? I've wrestled it. I wrestled it to the ground. <laughs> well, that's just cow wrestling. That's, yeah, that's nothing. What did that's you say? Me. So did you eat it after? No, I. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I didn't. But would you be able to kill a cow and then eat it? Absolutely, I think I would. Yeah. I would you I be would, able to kill a baby cow and then eat it? Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. If I knew it was going to taste really, it exactly. tastes you would, delicious. You would have to actually kill it, slit its throat, and <laughs> I listen, would pick it up by listen, the hind legs and, and I would listen spin to it. Listen to its little. Wait, wait, wait. Do I get the whole cow to myself? Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill it. Yeah. Baby calf. You just you hold, get, it, you guys, hold, hold it you down guys, by the neck. You, you guys are Democrats, aren't you? What does that mean? Because you eat babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were injected with with uh, Corona, babies. Cor- yes. Coronavirus. Yes. Veal. Bl- I hear veal blood when you when you when you take the life from a veal uh, baby. A youngling. A youngling. It prolongs you. <laughs> Pro- prolongs what you your, your, your life your, oh your life oh yeah. i thought you were talking about prolongs your sexual because when <laughs> once leonardo it. dicaprio you know reaches age 205 then people will start thinking you know how many kids has he been like stealing blood from because <laughs> <laughs> until then he'll be able to get away with saying he's a vegan and have you ever seen the movie death becomes her 
I haven't heard of it. No. No? It's Goldie Hawn and I want to say Meryl Streep. And they're they're selling this. And, and Bruce Willis is the husband of, of one of them, I believe. And they're selling this, this vial of stuff in Hollywood that keeps you young. And what you do is you fake your own death, but then you come back years later as an actress or a movie starring a different name and stuff. I, I believe that's what it is. Like so, a different So body, all of these people look. that have faked their own deaths, like Elvis Presley and and um, uh, James Dean and all, the, all these people are still alive. And there's like a big party. Well, they get this and they can't die. So And they're rivals. So they keep trying to kill each other and they end up all fucked up. Yeah, like next twisted around. It sounds like a fever dream. This sounds yeah. like it started QAnon. I should, I should, I should put that on our list next time. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds wild. Yeah, yeah. It's, I love it's anything. Really strange. I love really anything strange. that puts some like wacky conspiracy theories behind the young look of actors, yeah. famous people. I mean, I I'm not gonna say I'm not going full QAnon here, but there's something you know, there's something there, there's something going on. Right? Any any rich actor is gonna have access to things that you know it can Is this what QAnon uh, sounds like? Yeah. This high pitched falsetto? <laughs> like Blake reminds me of the girl at Minecon telling Notch to join her dad's Minecraft oh, server. Oh my dad's Minecraft server. Oh yeah, uh, the dedicated wham yeah. as well. Oh, that's a classic video. Yeah. No, but you know, those actors they can Leonardo says Oh, I want to be young again, and then you know he gets gets what he wants. Well, I mean, there are there are benefits. <laughs> there are benefits to being rich. <laughs> you know, Tarantino gets as many feet as he wants, and that will keep well, him young. And Tar- Taran, have you seen Tarantino lately? He does not look young. Soul. Tur- Tur- he, does not, soul. he does not Tur- look young. looks like a ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does not look young. But, I mean, he could probably still get young whatever he wants, young feet, all he wants. There's some good young feet in this movie. There is. This there is, is dinner with a movie. I'm one of your hosts, Blake, and I'm joined by Brandon. And I'm joined by Jose. I guess we're joined by. Sorry, no, and it's you. This is all you, buddy. I, I'm joined. No, by, keep going. I'm, you're I'm, the star you're, of the show. With you, keep going. and then I'm I'm joined with you, and then I'm joined with Jose. Me. But there's no connection between you and Jose, so Jose <laughs> has to talk to you through me. Okay. Okay. What is? What do you want to tell Brandon? <laughs> 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 um, we're we're closer this week. In in proximity to each other. Norm- yeah. Normally, we're about a mile Not across the room. Not only physically, but spiritually too. <laughs> How was that spiritually? I don't know. Brandon said he's going to church, so we gotta <laughs> consider it of that. There's a lot to take from I, I Brandon knowledge-wise. I, I didn't say which church I was going to. Ooh, my yeah. uncle. So in 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 and sometimes at like at Christmas, my uncle will like random. I remember two two Christmases ago, he randomly comes out of nowhere and it's like Blake, read this, and I read it, and and it's like. <laughs> 
it's like the tenets to a, a religion and he's like how that sounds pretty good doesn't it and he's like referring to my mom and my mom's like uh-huh and he and he's like that's that's that's, that's the, the satanic, satanic church, church. it just makes me think of that i don't know anything religious whatever we're having like a conversation it's it's just yeah he, it was, watched, he watched hell satan is what he did he watched the the doc hell satan and yeah and yeah. well their tenets are basically like as long as you're not like hurting be, be anyone good, be yeah. good to each other yeah. it's, oh, it's the be golden good to rule everyone, yeah. in any religion exactly yeah, yeah. and yeah. i think that's really the point yeah is that as long don't as be a dick yeah even satan himself has you know he doesn't he doesn't want you to you know uh step on someone else's lawn right no because he wants to do himself exactly i think satan's pretty cool I, I think he's he's a cool fairy tale character just like Santa Claus um the Easter bunny and um God <laughs> Speaking of Satan like creatures I was gonna talk about what we were talking about earlier with Santa Claus figures, but I'm not forgetting <laughs> Uh we watched Inglorious Bastards this week uh and we ate strudel with Lachlan. And milk. We had milk too. A which lot of in a glass of milk. It has nonstop um, cow <laughs> products. We're talking about murdering, murdering calves at the beginning of this, and mm. now we're talking about sucking them dry of their juice. <laughs> well, you if you're in Minecraft, milk? your cow a cow never goes dry. So my the, cow, my cows don't go dry. How do you? What's the, what's the secret? You just keep whacking them with a bucket. <laughs> they just keep giving milk. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've had this much milk because we always joke about stuff that makes us phlegmy, makes us you know not have a good time. But this was this was absolutely this atrocious because yeah. we haven't had straight up milk before, right? I haven't. I don't think so. Ever. I don't. I don't. I'm not a milk drinker. I'm not either. No, we must have because we had this discussion <clears throat> yeah, before I'm about milk. Yeah, I'm an avid milk. milk drinker. Yeah, we, we had did. We've done cheese before. Maybe that transitioned to and, us talking about milk. Yeah, yeah. Because I started talking about Frankie Muniz's like ripped ass muscles. Milk. Yeah, gut milk. And his milk yeah. mustache. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's the movie we watched. Blake, you picked this movie. I did pick this movie. Why did you pick this movie? Um. I love historical fiction. I love World War II themed movies. I loved dead Nazis. And this movie is just the perfect combination of, of all three of those. And Tarantino classic style of directing and comedy. Um, it's almost a perfect movie. For, there's something there that's not perfect. We'll talk about it later, but I think... I can get into that for, yeah. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... Every single big scene in this is so special and unique and just so insanely well done that um, I'll always remember the opening sequence. I'll always remember the sequence in the bar. Um, there's just so many good character moments between everyone. And I think that's Tarantino's like strong, strong suit is the writing between characters and um I think this movie instantly came up to a classic when you see Hitler's head just fucking exploding from the from the bullets. <laughs> but uh yeah, I love I love every character in this movie. I love the comedy, I love um the brutality of the moments that are in it. Uh and I think you can't 
talk about this movie without talking about Christoph Waltz's character because wow, he was I was I was reading like some of the trivia and they were saying that he kind of they were worried that his his character wasn't playable. That they were worried that they could not find someone to do Hans. And uh yeah, Christoph Waltz, he took it. He took what no one else could do and he made it the best it could be. He yeah. won the Oscar for it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then he won it for Django the, the right. next time he was up for it. Yeah. 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 So that's why I love this Wonderful, movie. wonderful actor. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? What What's your experience been with Inglorious Bastards before? I can't remember if I saw this in the theater or not, but I do, I do agree with you. The, the, the movies that we've watched about World War II um, haven't had enough dead Nazis and this one has a very good amount. Of Still not enough, but never enough. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I agree with you that the characters, um, their interactions, and um, how they are very separate um, is done very well. And Quentin Tarantino does that very well. I think a lot of it is that he spends hours just building entire backgrounds for these characters like he has their whole life story planned out for every single character and that's just how he always is i remember watching a behind the scenes video with not about this movie but once upon a time in hollywood dicaprio would say he would always have to stop tarantino from going on for way too long about his motivations and scenes because he just want he has very specific ways and how he expects people to interact and he directs it very well. I think he lets it go on a little bit too long sometimes. Like the dialogue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The scenes. Yeah, the, the scenes, scenes the scenes last too long. But yeah. what's yeah. in the scenes is very good. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Yeah. And I think a good example of that is the bar scene as great as it is having like two separate games of the headband game going like almost to com- completion for like yeah. a round of each <laughs> is too much. It, it, it is a little too much. Um, and I think that's like kind of my problem with the pacing of this too, is because it feels like as good as it is, it feels like every scene kind of overstays its welcome just like a li- just by a little bit. And then that transition to the next scene is just kind of like breaks the mo- breaks the momentum you have just a little bit. And I and and which is a I complaint what... I just have of Tarantino in general. Mm-hmm. He lingers a little bit too long for for my taste at least on these scenes, and then and then they have these breaks and then you've lost momentum it's his cha- it's the way he likes to separate into chapters i think right. that, that's really it mm-hmm. yeah yeah and for me it doesn't work uh in this movie not uh, not as much i think it has better pacing the movie i cannot watch all the way through is Django, though really i can i, I cannot Django, watch that but movie. i know what you mean <laughs> i cannot I watch that Django, movie all though. the way through I, I watched Django recently with tiffany and i forgot how brutal the pacing is mm-hmm. um this is way better <laughs> yeah than that. yeah and 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 a lot of it could be attributed to his editor because she i can't remember her name uh but she had died between this this and was Django. the last movie she did right, right. And, yeah. and Django very much suffered from that uh I think a lot of directors just like, you know, they want to keep their shit. <laughs> they just want to keep as much as they can in. It's hard for them to cut it. But especially when you write and direct, um, it's hard 
you know, we've, we've hit on this before that you, you don't write stuff and then shoot it in order to cut it out later on. You're you're always going to want to keep it. And so these movies end up being very, very long. Um, like this one's like what two two and hours, hours two yeah. hour thirty two hours thirty three minutes mm-hmm. yeah yeah which is five minutes longer than when he showed at film festivals really so he had another so cut he had another that. five minutes to the theatrical release which I'm curious where those five minutes came from the feet the feet it's shots the feet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could very well be yeah yeah uh, well let's move on to some fun facts yeah let's do. Some fun facts. Fun fact number one. Blake's dumb. Fun fact number two. That's the name of our section. That's the name of my section. No, your section is not called that. You'd be so fucking mean to me. (laughs) Uh, Inglorious Bastards came out in 2009. Its runtime is two hours and 33 minutes. 2000 what? 2009. 2000 what? What? What are you doing? 2009. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I don't get it. Say, Nine, say it. Yeah, say it three times fast. 2009, No, just the last one. The last number. Nine. Oh, nine, nine, nine. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the shoe is on the other. The wow. foot's The foot's on the other shoe. That's really. <laughs> how do you say it? How do you well, Americans say it? It, it, it? It'd be funnier if it came out in 1999. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck it. Tarantino. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Uh, it, I've, as we've mentioned, it was written and directed by Tarantino who has done, has a considerable amount of work, but Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill, Django are among his many movies. Real quick. What's your guys' favorites? Favorites of his? Reservoir Dogs, probably. Okay. I don't really like Tarantino. Really? I don't, I can't watch his movies more than once. Usually I've seen all of his movies, but Jackie Brown. That's it, Jackie Brown. Right? Jackie Brown. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Jackie Brown. Django. I, Django used to. I be... I think all his movies are enjoyable on the first watch, and then I right. can't. I don't really have enough motivation to watch them again. I struggle to say Django. I love Django. I, as much as I understand the pacing issues, there are some some scenes in that that are just like the opening scene. The way the way that all the dialogue is is so quotable. Who's that stumbling around in the dark? State your business or prepare to get wanged. <laughs> like that's, I love it. it I, I could quote that movie all day, um, except for many lines. But <laughs> right, uh, yeah, I don't. I feel like part of me wants to pull me back from saying Django, but I'm just going to other say I'm going to say I'm going to say Django. It's either Django or Inglorious Bastards. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I have a favorite. I mean, yeah. pulp, pulp Fiction has <clears throat> it's very it's it's very different because of the way it's 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 edited and put together, um, which which gives it, I get I guess a level of of artistic integrity I guess he has with that film um, that I that I really appreciate um, having things out out of place all over the place, but in the end you're able to actually put everything together it sticks the landing um it does yeah it does so i would say pulp fiction i would say pulp fiction i do like reservoir dogs though mm. um great soundtrack and reservoir mm-hmm. dogs. great soundtrack in all of his movies yeah it always has a good soundtrack i will say once upon a time in hollywood 
long movie, very boring plot, very beautiful though. He knows how to like, uh, like his his where he sets his movies. He has these grand ideas for how he wants things to look, and he does he does that very well. See, I I I feel like Once Upon a Time in America. He's trying to do the same thing he did in Inglorious Bastards. Even Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh, uh, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, so he was going to name this movie Once Upon a Time in, uh, in Nazi Germany. Nazi Germany. No, Nazi France. Nazi France. Nazi France or France. Um, Nazi occupied. It it starts off th- it starts off that way. The the title card starts off Once Upon a Time. Chapter, chapter one. one. Um, so I I have a problem with that movie more than I have a problem with Inglorious Bastards and the revision, the revisionist history in that movie um, takes real people and kind of um, makes this alternate universe uh, uh, apart from reality. Right. Um, Sharon Tate was murdered. Right. Um and and this one kind of because we're we're so far away from it, removed from it, and we don't know any of these people really. Um, he can do whatever he wants with it, and we don't we don't realize that oh, this person wasn't wasn't real, or this person wasn't real, right? Or this person didn't act like this. Um, Has he ever established like a point in his Tarantino universe where these historical fictions like deviate? Like, like something like Hitler dying in this universe is what led to Sharon Tate living at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> things like that. Um, or Uma Thurman living uh, uh, was because something that happened in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm sure I mean, he, he, I'm sure he has I'm things sure, I'm sure yeah. he There's has plenty of videos where they head. connect it, yeah. yeah. But... but I guess what I'm trying to say is once upon a time in Hollywood kind of left a bad taste in my mouth um, because taking real people, especially real people that are um, that were murdered or um, that passed away like Bruce Lee and, and giving them this alternate personality and alternate life um, kind of does a disservice to them. To the real person. Right. Um, whereas um, uh, Inglorious Bastards doesn't. Uh, or at least it's not it's not perceived because you don't know if... I, I mean, a lot of these people are real, but but they're, they're not historically prominent. I think the ones that you really know are Hitler and like Goebbels. Um, and the changes that he might've made to their characters were purely to make fun of them. And I think that's why it works for them is because that's why it works in Inglorious Bastards and it doesn't work in one's part. You can can make fun of Nazis. You can't make make fun of murder victims. Well, I mean, he, he doesn't really make fun of Sharon Tate. No, it's just the, the alternate universe where, where they live and they're, they're happy and um it that that's kind of sad and tragic and depressing right um because that was taken away from these people um and so 
Sorry, that was my that's my brother. Tell him stop that's, beeping his that, fucking that's horn. That's Jay setting his alarm on his car. So it doesn't get stolen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other other brother. Well, right, that's right. Jay, not Jesse. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why it works here and it doesn't work in uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is because because of that. Right. Um because we're well aware that, you know, Sharon Tate was murdered and to to deny the fact or show that, you know, she lived and was happy with her husband is Or have Bruce Lee get his baby. ass kicked by an old Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't and, seen it. Didn't they make Bruce Lee be kind of like a dick? A dick. Yeah. yeah, they made him out to be a dick. And and his family stepped forward and said, you know, this isn't really Bruce Lee. And and it's yeah, it's fiction and it's you know it it's but using using real people and then um it just it's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any more fun facts or were you were was it my turn? It is Sorry. your turn for your fun fact. Cinematographer, my one fun fact is uh, Robert Richardson. He also did Kill Bill, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Aviator, Casino. He did a lot of stuff. He was a... It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, very, very well practiced I do like the Kill Bill movies. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them I in a really like, long time. I haven't seen them in a while either. I remember I remember liking them a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I think I would probably enjoy them. Maybe, maybe they would like bump up a little bit if I watched them recently. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of... Tarantino movies in my current mindset of you know I'm the smartest I've ever been right if I were to of course if I were to watch some of his other movies maybe I would uh bump them up a little bit more I haven't seen Pulp Fiction in a while yeah I I fell asleep watching Pulp Fiction like a month ago it's the chapter breaks every time every time yeah. there's a chapter break in a movie it's it's fucking it's a lights reset. out it's a hard reset yeah. it's mm-hmm. a hard reset for and me I it's hate uh, them let me pause movie. and go to the bathroom now yeah and i hate that movies give me that ability that's how i feel about books you get to a new chapter in a book it's fucking nighttime baby don't don't give me chapters let me keep reading no I'm not no. <laughs> you would never make it through the Da Vinci Code. Oh, no. They like have one page chapters. Cameron <laughs> has one page chapters. Yeah. I See, it's, there's like there's like a difference in in like that sort of thing. Because um, if I'm reading a book and I know there's only like two pages left in a chapter, I can get through that chapter. But once I get to the new chapter, my mind is ready to you're stop. Like, oh, you know, fuck, yeah. I don't want to go. Well, that's how it is with Inglorious Bastards. You're yeah. like, okay, we're gonna start all over again, and I have to listen to this long scene draw out and give me information over and over and over the same information over and over and over again in the same scene. Well, it also feels and- like each scene. They're all connected for sure, and it makes sense in, in how they're how they're structured. But each scene in itself is kind of like its own three act structure in a way. Like they're all separate enough to be like a short story on their own that yeah. all build up. Every 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 scene should be like that. Mm-hmm. That's good screen. It, it kind of feels mm-hmm. like a TV show. Yeah, like it yeah. feels like if it. And sometimes it feels like it's like an HBO special. Where yeah. every chapter could be its, uh, 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 its own. Its own. Well, it's, how many chapters is it? Five? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Five no, chapters, two and a half hour movie. That's a thirty. That's thirty minutes per. Yeah. That's, that's a sitcom. That's true. 
Yeah. And Glorious Bastards is a sitcom. And his, and his original, <laughs> and his original cut was, I think, three hours and thirty minutes. I would watch. I mean, as much as I, I I struggle with the pacing, I would watch three hours and thirty minutes of this. Curious, what else was cut? I I more actually, feet. I only watched this once. I didn't want to do a double watch. I also I was, watched this I, once. Yeah, I, I only watched it once. <laughs> I was yeah. dreading. It's the first movie. It's the first movie that we've watched that I haven't watched twice. Oh, there's plenty I haven't watched twice. <laughs> yeah. um, it kind of depends. Like it depends on the movie. I I watched this like a month ago with Tiffany, so it made sense just to watch it once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You you got your log line? Yeah. <clears throat> you look you look upset. No, no, I'm not upset. I He's just upset. wish I was funnier. He's upset with me. Um, an an undercover Jewish woman makes plans to kill Nazis uh, in her cinema while an American lieutenant takes his troop undercover to kill Nazis and plans to do the same thing, but they never meet. That is interesting. Yeah. I do. I like that part of it. It feels completely I separate. I like that part of it, too. Yeah. Like the two, it, it, it kind of adds dramatic tension to both sides of the story. Cause, but it also takes it away because you know if one fails, the other one's still going. Like especially when when uh when Aldo when Aldo's taken to the side, it's like oh I mean if he's if he's caught or whatever, the it's still gonna burn down, but they wouldn't get Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they may have gotten well. They did uh, lock everyone in, so Hitler was gonna burn. Um, um but I, my understanding is that Hitler would have had a way out, like like the the two like top seats would have had a way out, right? Yeah. No, he locked he, the doors to the outside. But that wasn't oh, locked, really? or like the outside outside. I thought I only saw just like the auditorium. Marcel locked Mar- Marcel locked all of the doors. Oh. But before then, he walks in the back. But then how did they get up to their booth? Because they're already inside. So so okay, my question is he locked the doors going from the theater to the outside Outside. world Mm -hmm. not from the not from the theater to the waiting he did he did do that he definitely did do that because that's why they couldn't get out of the theater but the 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 two the two bastards um had gotten Mm -hmm. out before he locked it right right yeah yeah they were upstairs in the hallway yeah but that wasn't locked the booth that i was just saying i'm curious and this is a total end question how did they not how did they get away with piling all of that behind the screen? You'd think there'd be like a search of the of the building, right? You'd think they'd look around and say, why is this huge stack of film behind the screen? Maybe they did it afterwards. Um, Maybe. I would attribute it to, to Nazi ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a I, lot I could, of I could easily, a, and there's a lot of that in this. I film. could easily See, just there, there is do Nazi away ego, with that. but but having it be under Hans, um, I I don't think he would make that type of mistake. But Hans Landa wasn't doing the security for this thing. He, he was, was in charge for security. Was he? His, that was his job specifically was security. Um, you could say that he's kind of letting things slip purposely. Um. But he didn't know anything about that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I I thought... I don't know. We could move on to names. Ready? Sure. Let's go to Blake's character corner. Uh, okay. This week, 
That was a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> a lot of uh, German only, names. Only yeah. name the important ones. Okay. I want you to name all the bastards. Uh, okay, so we have <laughs> we have Lieutenant Aldo Rain. We have uh, oh god. Uh, we have the Bear Jew. What his name is? Is he even? I don't know. He one hundred percent has a name. Yeah, <laughs> he says it a couple times. Um, another example of a scene that goes way too fucking long. Wait, uh, shit. Double D, D, D. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Dominic the Coco. <laughs> Dominic the Coco. <laughs> uh, what is it? What is his name? Do- Do- Donny. Donny. Donny Darko. Don- yes. <laughs> yeah. Donny. Donny Donowitz. Yeah. Donowitz. Donowitz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have Dominic the Coco, which I have no idea what his name is. And then you have the kid from Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> shit <laughs> uh, and then you have bj novaks who's uh, the little man right yeah <laughs> his his uh i only have their nicknames I, yeah. I don't know i don't know what else you want from me here we'll take what we can get Yudovich. 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 Um, uh there's hugo right mm-hmm. hugo H- hugo schultz stig stig Schlu- stiglitz stig- stiglitz I thought there was another bit of trivia I saw is that that actor specifically, um, he was refusing to do it until they told him like, anytime you're wearing a Nazi uniform, you're killing a Nazi. And so he was like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I think he, it said like him being a German actor, he refused to be cast as a German. Is a Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. 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 So he was, he was okay to kill the Nazis. Who else is, who else is in the, in, in the bastards? He's a sexy man. Yes, he is. I really don't know all their names. Yeah, we'll we'll skip the rest. Um, Shoshana, Shoshana, Shoshana. What is her last name? Starts with the D. Shoshana Dinkelberg. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what, what is it? Dreyfus. 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 Oh right, right, right. I I remember because I saw uh, Julie Dreyfus, and <laughs> she's I, the actress, and yeah. I thought Julia. Julia Louis Dreyfus is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is gonna be fucking funny. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, Hans Landa. Mm-hmm. Landa, um, what's the actress's name? If you get this, I'd be genuinely. Yeah, me too. Because I keep forgetting her name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bridget, Bridget von Hammerschmidt. Oh, close! Oh, that's right? close. Hammersmark. Hammer. I, I am to be cuts off the last bit. I can't. Why I, did you hold I, your phone I like I would read it? I know. Oh, hammer. Yeah, Hammersmark. Hammersmark. Did you say Hammersmark? I did say Hammersmark. Hammersmark. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have it. I have it, but it's written in my notes. It's not. So yeah, she's she is the one that the, uh, the governments. The, is it the OSS? Was that was that what they were? Oh, yeah, that's who OSS was. Was what is that? British intelligence. Is, is right? that British intelligence? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, she's the one working with the OSS to get uh, the bastards into the premiere, and um, uh, Michael Fassbender's character. We should stop doing this. I can't get anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stig- Stiglitz. No, Stiglitz is Hugo. Damn it. I thought I had it. 
Uh, what is it? What is Michael Fassbender? Archie Hycox? The- Theobald. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't get that. I didn't even know he had a name. How do how do how do last names get made? Yeah, you, you I throw mean, a it dart. used to be like your your Smith came from all the blacksmiths and the workers and stuff. How do you get a name like Highcox? I like, think like you know the your, answer to your, this question. Your, your wieners on your belly or what? <laughs> it's <laughs> really high. It like hangs. It hangs from <laughs> from mid sternum down. Um, is, are those all the names? I think that was our. Oh, that's, an, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to think we shouldn't do this anymore. No, I love. I, I love this section. I like it. It feels like I think. I swear to God, some weeks I'll listen to the podcast and I'll be like, "This shit went on for 20 minutes." Like, <laughs> like I think a it's fist us of just the podcast just is watching what? you suffer. I think, <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about the movie. What do you guys want to talk yeah. about? I would like to talk about chapter one. You would? I would like to talk about chapter one. Like the 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 title card, how stupid the titles are, which you've Once already talked about. Once upon a time in uh, Nazi-occupied France. You think that's a dumb title? I don't mind it. I don't mind the titles. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like the chapters. I don't like the the oh the black, existence of the, the chapters. Of right, right, right. Yeah, I I I absolutely hate them. It definitely gives off a vibe of like. Oh, I can make my movies into chapters, <laughs> and you can. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a film connoisseur. That comes across in anything he makes, though. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's the what, fucking. That's what uh, uh, Professor Sean Clark said at UNLV. That, but all Quentin Tarantino's movies are Quentin Tarantino directing, 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 directing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the trivia about the King Kong dialogue? No. So apparently, so the, it's the... Wait a minute, King Kong has dialogue? No. <laughs> when they're playing the, what the fuck is, is it called? Shit, Brandon. Headbands. Headbands. Oh, That's what okay, we call yeah. it. Oh. They're, they're playing the guessing oh, game, right? Oh, the, ge- the oh, game in the serious. bar. I, uh, you get stupid or everything. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just sad because I'm being made fun of. Well, I didn't. I was still on the first joking, the first scene, and then we're now we're going to okay. I, I, just the quick I didn't know fun the context. Okay. Um, that dialogue that the officer, the Nazi officer, says about King Kong is apparently Tarantino's analysis of King Kong, essentially just paste it into the dialogue yeah and it's like apparently how king kong's an allegory for the slave trade or something like that oh yeah it's totally it totally is and but it's but what the officer says is it's tarantino's take on that Mm. like word for word interesting he would give that to a nazi gestapo yeah Uh, how (laughs) quentin tarantino he's probably just super like proud of it he thinks yeah. he's like the only yeah. one who's ever thought of it he's never inserted himself or his opinions into his film <laughs> he always it seems like at least in this in Django, because he's i think he's there's like a dummy of him being scalped in uh no he's being scalped yeah he's credited yeah. with being scalped yeah and he's then the he's the first uh, one he's the first one scalped yes as as a nazi as, as a, a nazi as that a nazi. was killed and then in Django, he's a he's an australian slave slave trader 
Um, I think he just likes to be <laughs> like in a put himself. He in wants that sort to of be position. marginalized. Exactly. It's, the, it's it's the Alfred Hitchcock um esque quality. Did he do that? He inserted Hitchcock? himself into his movies. Yes. Yeah. Not, he... not in any kind of talking capacity, but he would walk by. Right. Right. In a scene. Yeah. Like in all of his movies, he was always in. Yeah. At least, at least in Django, though, he had quite a bit of dialogue. Yeah. At least just for his he one scene. He has dialogue in his yeah. He has a lot of dialogue in uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, some, yeah. some yeah. bad. <laughs> some, some bad, bad words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but the first first chapter. Yeah, first chapter. Uh, I think this this always stuck out to me as being incredibly directed, not only just acted, but the way that the camera moves. It moves at the right time. It moves in the right way and reveals things at the right moments. Um. Yeah, I think I think everything about the scene, not only not only Christoph Waltz, but but his uh, his counterpart in this scene, uh, I don't know his name, um, but the the farm owner is incredible, mm-hmm. and, and leading up to him pointing out the spots on the floor as as he's starting to cry, is just man, so well, good. Watching it, I'm like, is this dialogue? Is this line about the switching over to English? some weird thing to get the to just move away from german yes. from the, or french yeah it's, and then it's, it's and then it's, he re- brings it back it's like no this is a strategy the whole mm, time yeah but it's it it it's clumsy yeah. in the way it's worded and um it's not perfect but the fact that he brings it back to him knowing that they because don't speak he English, wouldn't know he wouldn't know whenever yeah. he started speaking English that they didn't speak English under the floorboards. Mm-hmm. If he suspected him being suspected them being right. There. So it doesn't really work uh, and it's done very clumsy. And, and I always thought, okay, we're moving into English. So people don't have to read the subtitles for this entire scene. See, I would and, disagree with that though, because most of the large majority of this movie is subtitled. So I don't think they were worried. Yeah, about but if you're reading that. subtitles in the first, in the entirety of the first scene, you're and not expecting it to be a subtitled movie. You're, you're going to have a lot of people hating on it, especially I don't, I don't, Americans. I don't think so. Especially Americans. I don't think so. Midwest Americans do not watch subtitled movies. I mean, you're not wrong, but a movie that's 70 to 80% subtitles is not going to be scared about scaring away an audience with subtitles in the beginning of the movie. I don't uh, think so. I think Tarantino absolutely would be like, fuck them all. I have chapters and it's all going to yeah. be subtitled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, but but it, it is done. I think it's yeah. done very clumsily. At least yeah. at least he does say, like, I'm assuming since I haven't heard anything, they don't speak English. Um yeah, he says that to to yeah. kind of. And That's I think a that, big assumption. It is, it is, but but also like if if they were to, if 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 they were to hear them move, what is that going to do? Like that, they, that, they're going to they're going to end get, up with the same get anyways. Yeah. Um. So I I think I think the strategy, even if it failed, would not have mean he failed. So I think it's I think it's I think it's fine. It sets it sets him up as a very smart person, calculating, very calculating. <clears throat> He's and, a detective. Yeah. And and that's that's what he likes to get out there. And, and at the end, when he's talking to Aldo, um, that he wants to be known not as a as a Jew hunter, but as a he's a detective. detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it, very revealing his thought process on that detectiveness, specifically relating to his conversation about about rats and squirrels and 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 how you view Jewish people. Very random, but every time he called himself a detective or called 
like Aldo detective or something. All I could think of was a Batman villain calling <laughs> Batman detective. It was the only, I could not, that dialogue would just take me out of the movie every time he <laughs> called himself that. Yeah. Um, I like how whenever there's a window, um, especially you notice it in the opening scene, um, whenever the camera is traveling around the, the house, you can see outside the windows and it's just like this picturesque, pretty, um, countryside. And then whenever we move into, into town, there's, there's windows Shoshana is, is sitting in the, the cafe by the windows and you can see the people moving. You can see life happening and, and everything going on. And every time there's a window, there's always something happening. And it's it's something that that is um, frequently missed in films. Like you'll have someone by a window, but you'll have the drapes closed or it'll be open, but nothing will be happening. Because if something happens and then you have to re reshoot, you have to have that happen again. And if it's out of your control, then it's out of your control. Um, so to have all of this happening um, through the windows and stuff was was nice. Mm. It was it was cinematically pleasing to me for some reason. And in the first chapter, I noticed all the cows in those windows. There's a lot of cows that I was wondering, like, are those digital? Were they digitally out? They look fake. Those <laughs> <cows> look fake. <laughs> I doubt it. I yeah. doubt it. Very pretty. Yeah. Very pretty. Yeah. Gorgeous countryside. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind retiring there. That would be pretty. Retiring in France? Uh-huh. That'd be a dream come true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about specifically the camera movement in the first chapter because uh, it's it's very still. It's like it's like going between the two conversations, and then there's like a moment I can't I don't know exactly where, but then it just starts to like turn. It yeah. starts to revolve around it's the whole conversation. Around them, yeah, yeah. And, 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 it turns, and now it's on the other side, yeah. and it and it repeats. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, it it moves at it it moves in a way at a timing that is just like. It, it lets you know that something's off, that something's wrong. There's something like behind them, and it's and, it's tension building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's great. And on top like of the it. whole performance, um, that is this is that is one of the greatest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I mm -hmm. think, um, and and the way it it goes down through the floorboards, yeah, it's just chilling. It's a chilling, wonderfully acted scene. I love it. Yeah, the, uh, traveling down through the floorboards is mm. is great. There's another scene where he's following Shoshana in the cinema, and he goes up above and right. follows her. That was really rooms, nice, mm -hmm. which yeah. is really nice. Um, is that is that when she's like all dressed up? Yeah, and she's going yeah. down, and then like the David camera. Bowie. Was it David Bowie? When you put in a fire with gasoline. <laughs> That was good. Yeah, thank you. I was David Bowie for a second. <laughs> you're 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 uh, you're inhabited by the spirit of David Bowie. Thank you, Bowie. <laughs> thank you, Bo. Uh, is it is the beginning of that scene maybe? Um, as she's exiting, I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're talking about the same one. I'm I'm yeah. I'm thinking she's, of like, she's recently dressed up. She has the. She just put the thing over her over her eyes. Yeah, like the little veil. and then it pans, and then she's walking down the stairs, and the camera's looking down at her. Yeah. It goes over the structure of the room, the, yeah. where the roof would be. It's the only thing that threw me out. 
because it goes over where the ceiling would be, and, and you can tell it's a soundstage, right? Right. Um, That's that movie Magic. Yeah. It's just that really nice, but that one detail was just like, eh, mm. lost it. Yeah, I, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice that in the scene. I don't, I don't, I don't catch those those literary context clues. Literary? You know, that's where that's where all <laughs> motifs and symbols the are symbolism, based off of. Is yeah. Literary. <laughs> Our favorite symbol is always loss of innocence. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, the first scene is absolutely a loss of innocence. There's just a considerable loss of innocence throughout this whole movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Until the ultimate loss, when Shoshana dies. The only innocent I here. Fucking hate it. I hate that she dies in this movie. Do you hate the way she dies or the fact that she dies? I hate the fact that she dies. Well, yeah. I hate the way she dies. If, if, I hate the way if, she dies. If, if yeah, I hate that it he lingers shoots her on it too long. It, it's totally um, like the ooh, what you say scene in yeah, SNL. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought she was gonna pull out a gun and shoot him back. <laughs> he did not. Yeah. He did not deserve that. No. Did, did I mean? Did she? Did um, what what's the projectionist's name? Marcel. Marcel. Did he have a way out? Yeah. No. Was there? There was a yeah, back door. He went, right. He yeah. got to go in. He went in the back door. So he did. They did not intend to kill themselves over no. this. Yeah. They intended to get out, which mm-hmm. makes that so stupid. The way uh, she just should have kept shooting. She suddenly had like a moment of 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 her innocence came back for a second. Her innocence came back for a second and thought, oh. It was like a. Am I Why would you be- shoot someone and then kneel down next to them whenever they moan? Just shoot them again in the head. She heard the music. The music was was diegetic, right? That's the term yeah. when it's coming in. It started playing, and she got really sad when the strings start playing. It makes me so mad. Just how long, you know, he's gonna turn around with the gun, hmm. and like, just get it over with. Yeah. it was just it was too long. I agree. Yeah, I um, yeah. I didn't like the way she died. I didn't like the fact that she died. Um, I think it would have been better if she would have lived. Uh, yeah, there's no reason to make it a sad. Yeah, it yeah. was really like it's, it's supposed to be portrayed as really like a, a sacrifice in a way, yeah. but, but it didn't need to. It be. wasn't a sacrifice though. It, no, exactly. It's, right. it's, it it's kind of portrayed as it though that she's like that she's like giving it up to be there for that moment but yeah it doesn't feel necessary it doesn't feel earned it's just kind of yeah blah if he would if he would have killed her because she came on screen and the fire started and then he he's up there watching and knows that it's not him he's been replaced on the screen and knows that she's killing people and then he kills her i mean that would be a little more accepting acceptable accepting acceptable in in the plot of the story but this was just dumb to me like why 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 was he uncomfortable in his chair watching himself on the screen like like it seemed like a reason just for him to get up and go up there i think i think part of the reason is that he was kind of portraying himself as oh i wasn't comfortable with all those deaths but i think most of it was he was just really horny yeah, I yeah, think but that he, was he if if he was really horny, then he could have said, you know, they they there was too many shots of him being uncomfortable. Yeah, and it did seem like they're trying it's to humanize right? more, like you're saying, Brandon. Like he's uncomfortable with watching himself. It's it it's it's almost like there's something missing there. Like 
he's being portrayed as this hero, but he didn't really do it. He's not really a hero. It's mm. he's he's a hero because of um rumors or something, right? And people talk. Um and people have built him up to this big hero whenever none of this actually really happened. Um that feels like it could be missing and that would make it work, but I don't know. It just seemed strange to me that well, he never he never seems ashamed of what he did until the no. premiere. No, he was he was totally willing to brag be, about. Why would he be ashamed of what he did? He's a soldier. He 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 was bragging about it. Right. He yeah, was, he was bragging about it to, to Shoshana. He was bragging about how he pl- portrayed himself, about the amount of people that he killed. Yeah, it seemed uh-huh. like he had absolutely no remorse for it until that theater scene. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I think just, it's it, remorse. It, come, it comes out of nowhere for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. It just seems like a, a they, reason for to him, get him to up get there. up and exactly. get him up there. Exactly. I think they should just been like, "Oh, I gotta go." I and think then they just maybe a scene go. of him like turning his head back to look at the projection, the projectionist room, like him like wondering if he's up, if she's up there, or something see, or like seeing the, her. Yeah, or seeing her from up there. I think that would have been worked a lot better yeah 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 Yeah. and then and then having having the turn of her being killed by him because she now appears on the screen and the fire starts and he knows that she's a uh she has betrayed him would be better and then to have him be caught in the fire and die would would be better to me to me it would be better what 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 happens right after that scene? Because the music swells up as she's as they're both like dying, and then it immediately cuts to the two bastards in the bathroom, right? Yeah, they 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 go in and and they kill Hitler. They right. shoot Hitler. They they go into the thing, and then they start shooting down into the crowd. The way that that scene is cut between the two, it plays off her death as kind of a joke to me. The way that the it music is non, going, it makes it it makes it a non something that just happened because there's a lot of like loud music or a scene that's continuing immediately cut in the middle of like a sound to a different scene as a joke that happens all the time in this movie Mm -hmm. um and that made me think of that in a way because it the way like the the strings are playing in that one specific song is like overly dramatic and then it immediately cuts to what one of my favorite conversations in the movie um when I kill that guy, you have 15 seconds to get that to get to that guy. Do you have it? I have to. And then they immediately go and do like the the punch thing, which is great. It's funny, but um, not the right scene to follow up. No, her death it's with. not. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, that was funny. I was like, like the the fact that there was no pause between. Are you ready? They just go. Yeah, I thought was <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> but see, this is what you have whenever you have two stories working in tandem. Um, flipping from one to the other, you're it's even if they're in the same place, like she doesn't know they exist and they don't know she exists and they don't know what's going on. And she doesn't know what's going on with them. Um, that that's the complication. Mm. Yeah. Um, in, in putting it together and having it all, it, it all comes down to this. Um, and then they don't just don't fucking mesh very well, even though they have the same plan. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the bastards' introduction as well as their mm-hmm. the whole like 
introduction of them and then the build up to them uh ambushing the one german uh group uh aldo rain is incredible his his accent from from his american accent to, to his, his italian, italian accent, accent. <laughs> brad pitt <laughs> is genuinely just having fun yes but yeah. i think it's the movies where he just has fun where it's his best acting mm-hmm. he's just having a good time doing whatever the hell he wants and and it's great i i love him in this movie everyone's kind of like a little eccentric in this movie but he's the one that stands out as like a absolute parody of a human being yeah. is, is how he is <laughs> well, he, he is a parody of those kind of war mm. hero um, from where, where, where is he from Tennessee? Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah, like he, he's Tennessee. <laughs> I just thought about his moonshine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all uh, of his lines are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, every single one of them. I, you know, talking about it now, for a movie called Inglorious Bastards, I feel like there should be more regarding them. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, more of yeah. the bastards. Yeah. Like I feel like there's not enough of them. You want yeah. it to be called Inglorious Bastards and Shoshana? Or Shoshana's I, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I would like it being called the Inglorious Bastards and um including Shoshana in with the Inglorious Bastards and not having two stories going. Oh, you want so her to, to, you want her to, to combine be the, the stories uh, to combine Hammer's the, mark. No, to combine the stories earlier. Okay. I don't mind them being separate. I, I see your problems, I, I, but I don't that, mind the that, that wouldn't be my solution yeah. because because Inglorious Bastards, the title of the film, and then having a group called Inglorious Bastards means the film's about them, right? And to me, the film isn't about them. It's it. I connect more with Shoshana. She is she. Like, there's really and, not an emotional. And it feels there's not an emotional connection with the Inglorious Bastards, right? Yeah. Right. Obviously, like they have. Um, they and have if a very you would bring Shoshana reason. in to the inglorious bastards and ha- have her be the only female inglorious bastard and and have all of this history um and helping them um i think that makes it 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 levels up the movie a little bit more and i me. think yeah. if you had to pick a main character it would be shoshana yeah. and it doesn't make sense that the movie's called Inglorious Bastards. Bastards. Because even as Aldo Rain as the main character of the Inglorious Bastards, he's not even in like half of the Inglorious Bastards. He's the main. He's like the marketing. Mm -hmm. He's on everything. He's all of that. But uh, I don't think he has more screen time than. No, I think Fassbender feels almost as important as he is. Uh, Fassbender comes he, in and goes and he really in, quick. Yeah, yeah, and he comes in halfway through the film. He's only but his, in introduction, his introduction is enough to make him think like, oh, new main character. Like he gets a whole thing by himself. Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. My, my sister said, is that Shrek? <laughs> yeah, I totally with forgot. <laughs> I, I totally forgot he was in this movie and then he pops up and I'm like... Yeah, he always just looks bizarre in anything he's yeah. in that isn't uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, I always thought Fassbender's character in the way that he's introduced as like this very posh, like lover of German cinema to him. Yeah, I'm a film critic. Yeah, him being a film critic to going to Germany, kind of. <laughs> 
he definitely feels like a total poser in that in that bar scene even when he like is like you're at you're at an officer's officer's table like you're not this and that from from that whole time and even the guy immediately was like your accent is very strange and then the gestapo guy coming in being like yeah it is strange it feels like he's like a weeb for germany where like he really <laughs> likes german culture and but he can't get it right he calls <laughs> the the officer in that scene calls the other two um like what is it like lieutenant the city that their accent is from because uh, i think he says lieutenant frankfurt frank what's the city frankfurt Frankfurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he calls them by the city, like Lieutenant so-and-so Lieutenant so-and-so. And that's where the actors are both from in mm. like uh, uh, in real life. And so I thought that was interesting. But what's also funny to me is that Fassbender is, is German born in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his first language is German. And so of all the actors they could have cast, they're just like, oh yeah, your accent sounds weird. It's it's ironic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, an American wouldn't know his right. An American has no idea one German accent from the next, Mm -hmm. um, because just the language is just foreign to us. Yeah, I love the bat pummeling. Mm. Oh, the buildup of that scene is so good. I disagree. (laughs) You it lasts a little too long. I, the trivia said it's 27 fucking dings. Could have been 10. I disagree. I love that scene. It I lasts think that scene, a little too That scene long. is a perfect scene. No. It builds up I amazingly. It could have done the same build up in half the time. Yeah, I get bored. Yeah. Out, of, out of any scene in this movie to get bored from, I can't. I, I, that's surprises me. I, I never it's thought literally that just that, that part. It's just that part. Just if, that part. If that part was cut down, are you saying just the dinging? <laughs> just of the, the dinging. That's yeah. so. I, how did, I don't just get going it. from from the same shot of the the tunnel back to the German to the same shot back to the German same shot back back it just it gets old I disagree I think it builds up perfectly to the confrontation between the two of them and him saying bravery I think that's a great moment for that specific character to him just getting the shit beaten out of him I think it's a fantastic build up to that scene Hmm. that scene great quality like the build I like everything that happens I think it would have the same effect if it was just a little bit shorter. You're probably right. I just, I, in, in like the tw- and, 20 and times that I've seen this like, movie, I've never once thought like, this bat's banging a bit too much. And I strictly mean like, instead of showing the German, the, the tunnel, four times, I'd say two. <laughs> and then... It's more than four times. It's more than four, but I'm just giving it the benefit of the doubt. From four if, to two. If, if there was a tra- Even if there was a transition... Like getting closer to the German as you're getting closer to the tunnel, like some kind of, of, of change in cinematography instead of the same static shot back and forth, it, it may eliminate some of that. I would have but loved the, the same line. shots back and forth until, until the end, whenever it finally goes to, into the darkness, um, it just lasted. I would have loved a line from like Aldo saying, hurry the fuck up or something. <laughs> I, I think We're it's waiting. hilarious. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. The buildup of the bear Jew mm-hmm. to Eli Roth's fucking voice. <laughs> uh, you expect like, you expect him to be very big and grandiose. And he's, and he's immediately like, <laughs> yeah, you better get good. Get, get my bed. <laughs> <laughs> 
after Eli Roth beats the first one, yo! <laughs> yeah. He starts running. It's so funny. And then he gets shot. Yeah. And he immediately gets shot. Then he gets uh, scolded for what it. What I like about the Bastards is that a lot of these like movies that have group dynamics usually have some fighting amongst them. There's not, none of that like uh stereotypical just in group fighting like they there's, all just get along really there's no, well there's no tension until fastbender comes in right mm. and he's kind of worried about stiglitz and then he ends up being the one to give him away <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah to get them all killed i am curious about the three thing is that an actual you know what i have that in my fucking notes too is that enough is, would, that, I, is that enough? If that's, a, if that's like a native German thing, I think this the three that he did is probably would probably really stick out. Like if you've never before, like if someone in a room was pretending to be American and then they did three like this, I would probably be like, I would call him, what, what the like, fuck are but, you doing? I was like, really? Because I, I know some Americans that do that. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about German One, culture two, to be able three, to say. One, two, three, four, five. As opposed to see, but this. Blake's right. If I saw somebody counting like that, I would I would say something. I'd pull a gun. Uh, I would pull, <laughs> no. <laughs> I would pull make some shit. snarky remark. I think, yeah. I think combined with the accent, maybe. Um, once, from this once, point once, forward, once you... anytime I see anybody count like this, I'll ask them if they're a German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does depend, like how true that is. Because if it's true, like that's how they always count. I think I could see that totally being a dead giveaway. Um, yeah, especially plus, the suspicions that he already accent. had. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I would have liked to have seen more. Um, what's his name? Hell, the Gestapo guy. Uh, he has a name. Why does everyone have to have names in movies? Hellstorm. 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 That's, that's kind of a that's sick a name. I would have liked yeah. to have seen more of him. Yeah. He was the same one that comes in, comes and picks up Shoshana. Yeah. 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 That was um, a nice connection. Yeah. That's like one of the only like like connections of the stories you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that yeah. and Christoph Waltz. I would have liked to have seen him mm-hmm. more. More of him. He he seems like he would. He. I mean, I don't know how much more he should have been in, but he's a great kind of side villain. He seems like a person that would be on to Hans being a little deceptive. At the ah, cinema. I see. Yeah. Um, so to have him there and to have him part of that, I think would have been a little bit added a little drama. Yeah. I think yeah. to speak to what you were saying, Jose, in terms of how the bastards always seem really connected. Yeah. That's what makes them so great to me is because they, they feel very confident and in control, which is why I want to see more of it. Yeah, exactly. And, and working as a, as a team. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's also why I like Han so much is because he always seems in control Mm -hmm. um and and maybe that kind of if he were to have like a problem with uh with i forgot hellfire or whatever his name is (laughs) hailstorm hailstorm (laughs) uh maybe that would take a little bit away from that you know because maybe because he he's he is in control from the very beginning all the until he gets the swastika cut on Mm -hmm. his head um yeah that i think i think well the second he handed back the knife and the gun? Yeah. You know it's coming. You know, yeah. you know he's yeah, just yeah. yeah. You know he's he's in for it. Yeah. I love the ending. I love that. Oh, that it's ending. incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah though even from like the uh the sort of negotiation part of it i i do like i do like that yeah yeah i kind of like that and i like the connection back to him um or just uh, not connection but like the continuity between him saying the similar thing about he's gonna take off the uniform he's like you know it, it that didn't really happen at the beginning of the movie but it's when you first introduce the bastard it bookends the bastards at mm. least mm-hmm. and so it begins him because he's yeah. doing that mm-hmm. into every single person that he sets free yeah so the why, wars the war's over why should here's one here's yeah. the why yeah. should hans be any different yeah yeah it feels good because if he got away with it completely that would feel very um a little depressing. So it's Again, nice to know Again, if Shoshana that he... lived and Shoshana did that to him, that would be fucking awesome. That would be great. Yeah. That would be fantastic. And that... I guess you can't really say like, oh, it's not it's not like a story beginning. Like, this is a storybook movie. Like, they totally could have, like, oh, fit yeah. that in somewhere. Okay. It where... starts with Once Upon a Fucking Time. Yeah, exactly. Of course, it's a storybook. Yeah, they could have they could have made enough coincidences where he could she could have just come yeah. and just fucked them. Yeah. yeah. That would have been really satisfying. Yeah. It's too bad. I, Let's make another. I was kind of sad... Um that uh the the two uh the two bastards in the movie theater blew themselves up i f- i feel sad about that but then i also think like they went out killing hitler that's yeah, pretty great yeah but like were they on a suicide mission i think so i think they they intended to be on a suicide mission because they they stayed until the bombs exploded yeah, yeah, they they were intending to cause as much damage as possible until the bombs exploded. It seems like a waste. It yeah. seems like a waste of resources. It it definitely seemed unnecessary. They could yeah. have killed Hitler and just got out because yeah. that bomb was going to explode no matter what. There yeah. was there and was thrown, no reason and thrown to the shoot. bombs and there, thrown the bombs down into to the people. Yeah, there was to no the, reason to the Nazis to to stay that, and that shoot the better. crowd because they yeah. were stuck. They weren't going anywhere. <laughs> And they um, could have shut the crowd and then shut out the glass in the doors and, and escaped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which Hitler could have done too, if you really think about it. But uh, nitpick, nitpick. I can, I can nitpick this movie all day. I want to throw another nitpick out there. I love nitpicking this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like there's always like some like movies that we're not too fond of, but we'll like gush about for a while. And then there's movies that we really like, and then we'll nitpick at the yeah. entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really do not like the little like quirky editing bits that they kind of threw here and there. And I'm referring to two specific moments. One, when Goebbels is fucking his translator. Yeah. yeah. That is so dumb. It's, it's not funny. It's stupid. It makes it's, no it's, sense. Yeah. No, not yeah. good. Um, I agree. Stupid. Should have been cut. The, the other one is Samuel L. Jackson's uh, description of that. <laughs> my first note. Why is Mace Windu narrating this? And is it necessary? <laughs> I mean, there's one thing to be like a slight narration, but then they even cut to like old timey footage of someone trying to get on a trolley and said like, you can't come on here. Yeah. With the, the, just what a weird tone change. Like there's nothing like that in the movie. And maybe it's like, I'm Tarantino. I have chapters. I can do what I want. It's silly. It's just (laughs) exactly what it is. It's just silliness. Oh, I have to put Samuel L. Jackson in this movie. Or he won't let me say the N word later. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's our, it's our negotiation. He has to be in every single movie I ever make. And, and you could have cut that entire thing and you would understand. Oh, they have, they have, they're flammable. (laughs) I'm really curious what the five minutes are. 
it's probably that <laughs> it's, it's probably that you think like he's like oh we need this yeah <laughs> it's, yeah it's it's five minutes of looking at at the darkness of a, a tunnel <laughs> and <then back> <laughs> Or if it's not that, it's the lingering shots on Shoshana's feet. Oh, yeah. The feet. On Shoshana's feet? It's not Shoshana's feet. It's Van Hammer's Mark. Yeah. 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 I want to talk about her death a little bit now that we're talking about that. Lots of feet in her death death scene. Um, How do you guys feel about that? Love her death. Yeah. I love the the jump to strangle is done so well. Mm -hmm. And every time I every time I see it, it I don't want to say it catches me off guard because I know it's coming, but it's so quick and and choreographed so well that it's just it's it it gives me goosebumps. It's what I know now about behind the scenes that I don't like. <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking. I don't. About. I, see, I don't watch any think, of that. Oh, but I thought you maybe read the trivia. I don't think I read the trivia on that. No. Tarantino insisted on being the one to choke her. Like he didn't think that oh, like, Christoph Waltz was being convincing so it's enough. Hands? It's his hands and it's his like. His, See, I don't he's like, the that's, one. That's and him. then he said to, being a and then he said to uh, what's her the actress's name, Diane Kruger, I think something like that. He's like, hey, I'm gonna choke you for real. You're gonna pass out for a bit, but it's gonna be a cool scene. Essentially, that's actually what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they see, did, that's and they not did, cool. They did it in one. They did it in one take. Well, well, of course they did to. because yeah. uh, they, they I, only I, did one. Take. I doubt she would let him do it again. But yeah, that's Tarantino choking her for real. Wow, that's pretty fucked. Yeah, that's pretty. That fucked. is that is pretty fucked. But I mean, he gets chapters in his movies. So <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he can say the Edward. He can have chapters. He can yeah. choke out women. I definitely like Fuck. watching it. I'm like, I want to. I want to be Quentin Tarantino famous. <laughs> <laughs> be able I, to do whatever the fuck I want. Watching the scene, I'm like shit like because you don't see hans lose it like that you tense yeah. up no. because it looks so real it's so it out is. of it's visceral yeah. Yeah. yeah but but the jump the, the jump. initial yeah. jump is what i i'm kind of referring to not yeah, the actual no, I, choking yeah. but the initial jump and that that turn that anger that he shows that loss of control um that we never really see and, and we don't not really see, see it again. again yeah um it, he he even does have some some restraint when he doesn't shoot Shoshana when she escapes. Um, he doesn't even fire at her. He mm. just, revoir, Shoshana. Right. Um, he never loses his cool until this instant. Um, and that's why it just it it it's such a great moment for me because everybody loses their cool. Yeah, and you finally see him do it, and he seems—he's he, built up as a guy that doesn't like. Right. He never loses his cool, yeah. like, no matter how what situation he's in. He's always kind of keeps it, keeps it collected. And and as much as I, I agree, I do love the the jump, but knowing Tarantino's thing about you know feet and also that yeah. trivia, I always felt like the death was—it's visceral. It's very brutal. It feels kind of gratifying in a way that it was filmed to me. I don't know. Something in the way that it was shot mm-hmm. and the angles felt exactly. like just like getting a little bit of pleasure in the death of this woman. I, there's something there. I don't know if you guys felt there, that. There's something. Mm-hmm. I feel that a lot in in his movies. Like this. It feels uh, in a way personal. Yeah. 
like some weird like Tarantino sometimes seems like like a neckbeard who made it and <laughs> he, he, he's like has these personal interactions with with actors and and their characters that seems off-putting yeah that scene has, has she i have a question about that since you know about it has she was she against any of this later on? I didn't. Did she... I haven't followed up on it. I know she agreed to it on the set, but I. That's also a hard thing to juggle, you know. Being a lot of pressure, right? A lot yeah. of pressure. Being a woman in Hollywood, being directed by Tarantino, there's some something to be considered there in, in terms of obligation. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I mean, you're an actor. It doesn't mean you have to be strangled to unconsciousness. Uh, you're, you're right. I don't think anyone would, would no, disagree with that. Would but disagree. I, I think, I think, I think it's different being there in the moment. I think it's, yeah. it's hard to say no in those, in those moments. I and think. then the two actors, um, in the, during the, when the theater's on fire, were both treated for minor burns. Because the scene, Tarantino didn't want to cut the scene. So the set was actually lit on fire. Were they stuntmen? No, the actual actors. Oh. Uh, what, both, what, like, uh, like, are you talking about Eli Roth? And, and Eli them? Roth and the other guy really? were both treated for minor burns. And then it said something, if the fire had gone like 15 more minutes, the whole building would have probably, like the whole, like the whole, not the soundstage, but what they built there would have uh collapsed yeah that that whole fire that whole fire scene just watching watching everything burn and drop and and knowing that it's real fire um watching that as a filmmaker horrified me <laughs> yeah it's cool it, it, it's, it's great cool it yeah. looks good it looks great fire always looks like shit on on film but but it looks it looks all right um the the screen going up on fire is perfect oh that was great yeah um her uh shoshana's image in the smoke laughing is is fucking great is is wonderful but the actors stuck in there with all this smoke and all this fire is terrifying to me yeah and the 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 potential of loss of life um is not uh is not a good trade-off to the art the swastika collapsing was unplanned it looked oh, fucking the, the cool fall, it looked fall, fucking, fall, cool. Looked fucking yeah. cool but then you know it's unplanned I'm like fuck so yeah, there, there are yeah. several things that are uh, that were unplanned that happened that they got on film in this yeah this. yeah i i mean i not to give like Tarantino a pass for wanting to push the fire scene to the absolute limit, but uh, I, th- I think that that sort of stuff happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know, know it does. For sure happens I know it all does. the time. Yeah. And you don't, you don't get in trouble until someone's head gets whacked off by a, by a helicopter blade. Yeah. Who's a very specific head's getting example. Whacked off? example. Um, the Twilight Zone movie. Oh, really? It's a good example of that. There were two, um, the, the, actor if you've ever seen it the the actor in the first um there's i think four different uh chapters 
ch- chapters. There's four, <laughs> four different stories in the, in the Twilight Zone movie. And the first story, the actor, I forget his name, he was on set um, and they were shooting a, a helicopter in a Vietnam scene and they had child actors on set and it was after hours, after the hours that the children actors were supposed to be on set. Ooh. And the helicopter came down and killed all three of them. The children? The children too. Oh, and, and the main actor? They got fucking nailed for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Yeah. Horrible, 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 horrible things do happen. And it's not, if 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 you live through it, everyone's like, yay, we live through it. We got the right? swastika flag if, going down. But if you don't. Symbolism. You're yeah. false of innocence. Nazis, yeah. bye-bye. Yeah. If, you, if you don't live through that scene, uh, then you're fucked. You're fucked. Mm. You're putting everything on the line for that. I will never, ever do that in my, in my art. Don't, you don't want to set a sound stage on fire. We we set the fire alarm off once. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. And the, it was the fire, from a, and the fire department came. It's from a fog machine and yeah. snow machines, right? Yeah. That was, they were, yeah. Was we those, were shooting yeah. the. We were shooting the. George's. The, I want fish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> are there uh, any last things you guys want to mention before we? move on uh no i think i'm good i think i covered everything in my notes music is great but not as good as scooby-doo <laughs> <laughs> that note that's my notes, yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to remember the chapters in my head now uh just to see if there's any actual like reason to keep them Maybe it's or even it's keep like, the title cards, yeah, because it, it, they're distinct stories each time. They are distinct enough. Like we were talking about, it feels like a hard reset, and and even without the chapter bits, I think it would still feel like a hard reset. Yeah, the way um, it's edited. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think the chapter itself just makes me think. Oh, it makes me aware of the time. Yeah. I think that's what mm-hmm. it is. It makes me think like, oh, I guess I'm in a movie and I'm only two chapters in this movie. How many chapters are there? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I have a quick, I have a question. What, BJ Novak is in the truck when Aldo Rain and, and uh, Aldo Rain's captured. Yeah. yeah. How did, where'd they get BJ? I have no idea. Where did they capture him from? Also the, the kid from, uh, the kid from, uh, Freaks and Geeks is nowhere to be seen after, yeah. after <laughs> the initial scene, I think. Maybe he's in something after that, but I feel like we lost track of a few of the we, bastards. Yeah, they they a few of the bastards slip away. They they're yeah. They're not around. It would be nice to see them meet them at the border. Yeah, that part of it made me makes me kinda it kind of breaks some of the seamlessness of of part of how the story is being told with the bastards, I guess. It's not seamless, really, but it definitely it definitely makes it seem weird. Like, where's where's all the bastards? It seems like these are the last ones. It's their last stand sort of thing because they just lost three of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they didn't, though. It's weird. Because uh, Fassbender wasn't a bastard. Oh, yeah, I guess I counted Fassbender. <clears throat> um, but they lost the best one. Yeah, for sure. Um, Hugo. Yes, yeah. He was the best one. His montage is great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the prison Which scene. I liked that I didn't like 
it had like his name, right? Like his, I don't know what to call that. And I was like, oh, cool. We're going to get little backgrounds for all the bastards. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> not, nothing. And it's yeah, like, okay, yeah. so you used it once and never again in the whole yeah, fucking movie. It's one movie. of those like quirky editing. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah. you, you. I bet you, I bet you that's what was cut. Oh yeah. I bet you if anything, that's mm. what was cut. He had mm. it for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's the hour long. <laughs> yeah. That's the five minutes. They could, they left that in. <laughs> um, I think it, it, it for him being the one that gets that title card. It's like okay, because he's he they don't get him until after they're in Germany. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, he's like an, he's like the new guy on the block. You know, he's also important enough. His story is really interesting. Yeah, um, very interesting. Yeah. and they go back to it. Mm-hmm. They go back to it a couple times. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that he deserves his whole intro. <laughs> Maybe not. I do like the intro. I do like his intro, but like it, it, it does, yeah. the, the pacing of it's but it weird. Seems, yeah. It seems strange. To yeah, me, I know. agree. Um, how do you pronounce uh, the actor's name? Daniel Brule? Yeah. Um, he is always fantastic. He's in great. He's in. Um, he speaks so many languages. He did his own dub for the Spanish version. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I know uh, Christoph Waltz did his own dub in the German version. Yes. Um, yeah, man, it's... It's great to see multilingual actors just killing it. What I thought was hilarious, speaking of language, was uh, Han saying, oh, this is the extent of my French language, like, knowledge. Right. After he just spoke some of the best French yeah. I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? I thought about that, too. But it's, it's, it's just him trying to... And just him yeah. trying to... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he's, he's just, like, yeah. I'm speaking seamlessly, obviously not struggling. Yeah. yeah. Like... It's like he. It's like a. It was like he's playing an RPG. Like I've used my French. It needs to recharge or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys ready to move on to some quotes? I think so. Sure. All right. There's so many great quotes in this, uh, but I'll start off with. Um, this is when Hellstrom, um, Archie. Okay, yeah, this is a this is the bar. I was gonna go down names, but there's so many names. <laughs> this is the bar when they're uh, building up to the the right. shootout, mm-hmm. um, and I'll kind of skip around this. Um, but when Hellstrom initially points his gun, he says, "Did you hear that? That was the sound of my Walther pointed right at your testicles. Why did you have your Walther pointed at my testicles? Because you've just given yourself away, Captain. You're no more German than that Scotch." And then uh, it keeps going, keeps going through the scene, and um, and now about this pickle we find ourselves in. It would appear there's only one thing left for you to do, and what would that be, uh, Stiglitz? Say I'll feed us into your Nazi balls. <laughs> that that line, say I'll feed us into your Nazi balls, is fucking amazing. And then it, that's one of those things where it's like, oh man, they died. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Hugo, I didn't want Hugo to die. <laughs> yeah, but um, that that whole scene is like after that point, the shootout, classic Tarantino, mm-hmm. classic yeah, Tarantino, um. Yeah, it just cutting back. It makes me think of Django a lot because there's a lot of that in Django um, where it's just kind of a big group of people just all getting shot at once yeah. and then cutting and then, through all that. And then one person actually lives mm-hmm. out of the, the firefight and then something, then there's a banter back and forth for 20 <laughs> fucking minutes. Yep. And then they end up getting shot anyways. Right. Yeah. 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 
I mean, th- that's another ooh, what you say moment <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when Von Hammersmark just. <laughs> uh, who's next? Brandon? I can go next. Yeah. My favorite. Um, my favorite lines in the movies is when Aldo is being taken in the lobby of the cinema uh, by the Nazis. And he says, fucking shithead. Fuck, faggot fuck. Fuck you, bunch of shithead fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you too. Goddamn Nazi farts. Sons of bitches. Get your hands off me. You fucking bratwurst smelling. Goddamn you. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of nazi farts <laughs> i was like i want to say that but then i had to do the whole thing once i started doing it yeah that's i love that's it amazing. i love it <laughs> it's almost all like all in one <laughs> block and it's all muffled <laughs> yeah it's all muffled <laughs> yeah I yeah, we it. didn't we didn't fully talk about his his Italian accent that much, uh, but oh, it's yeah. good. <laughs> that's that's where my quotes quotes from. Okay, uh, my favorite the I think the funniest scene of the movie is that this whole Italian, uh, him and the two other bastards, and the fact that they did the hand gesture every time <laughs> they said their name. <laughs> uh, but my favorite quote of the movie is. Riverderci. <laughs> Riverderci. Riverderci. <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Bonjour now. <laughs> yeah. What was his name? Eldos? Yeah. The the Apache. Yeah. No, um uh, no, his Italian his name. Italian oh, name. It was Enzo Gorlami. Gorlami. <laughs> yeah. yeah, could you repeat that? Enzo Gorlami. <laughs> I, I I really like uh Christoph Waltz's because he you know he knows the whole time and it's just it's really funny to see him just playing them and yeah. uh and him laughing at the mountain climbing oh, sort of thing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh what's what's uh, Eli Roth's uh, Italian name? Cause he repeated it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know the next one is Dominic the Coco. Yeah, right. Dominic yeah, the, Coco. But, the most but realistic he, sounding one, yeah. <laughs> which is the the third least speaking Italian speaking one. Doesn't speak it's any. It's the yet. most <laughs> convincing Italian speaking one. Dominic the Coco. Dominic the Coco. <laughs> and he's like, perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Man, I need to know Eli Roth's. Italian name. Are you looking it up, Jose? No, I'm trying to look it okay. up. Okay. Antonio Margareti. <laughs> Margareti. Margareti. <laughs> he's, he's like, one more time, but with, 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 with singing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Margareti. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, meme review. Let's meme review it up. I give this movie 100 dead Nazi scalps out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to give this movie one moth flying onto a glass of milk out of one and one leaf falling onto a wiki out of two. Because in the first scene, there's a moth that flies down, lands on the table, and then crawls up the edge of the uh, milk glass. Right, completely like I'm a moth, I'm gonna be in this movie now. And then there's a leaf that two leaves that fall 
um, during the the scene with the German out in the forest. After the and bat. one hits one hits and lands on Wiki and it stays there. I rem- I remember seeing that. It yeah. distracts me every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see the moth though. Yeah, the moth is yeah. yeah. The moth is like has a cameo. The biggest stars of the movie are the ones <laughs> that aren't supposed to be on set. Yeah. They don't need billing to to be the big star. <laughs> Those leaves are distracting enough where I'd be like, let's just shoot this one again. <laughs> like, well, not if your actors are are great and he doesn't right, even yeah. he doesn't even move. Right. Yeah. He doesn't even flinch. Yeah. It's because it's a bright it's a bright leaf. Yeah. It's a bright leaf. It's pretty. It is pretty. Jose. I'm gonna give this movie eleven out of twenty seven unnecessary baseball bat. so that that's why you had such a fight on that scene is because it was your fucking meme review as soon as i saw that the trivia said 27 i was like that's it let's cut 11 let's cut 11 of those (laughs) well uh, i guess we can go on a meme reviews i mean real reviews you can start i will start um i want to like this movie more (laughs) Uh, but there's a, there's not enough for me to watch it again. I would watch the scenes that I think are funny on YouTube, isolated from the two hour and 33 minute runtime. There are a lot of things I really enjoy. The acting is phenomenal. It's the best, the, the dialogue is the best part about the movie, but it just lingers too long. And I think I also just have a bias against Tarantino at this point that I, I don't enjoy really. I'm going to say six and a half out of ten. Wow, that is shocking to me. I'm going to say six and a half out of ten. Wow. Wow. Jose's mean. Yeah, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I agree that the film is way too long and it's all of the, the scenes that go on way too long that make it way too fucking long um it could easily be cut in half <laughs> uh for what it what it is um but christopher waltz makes up for it um the dialogue makes up for it brad pitt makes up for it um you want to see these characters shoshana's story i wish there was more shoshana's story in it um, I wish they were connected somehow. I wish there was a deeper dramatic irony going on. Um, uh, and, and I, I don't have a problem with Tarantino. I do, I do see, you know, whenever, you know, I said, talked about Sean Clark saying all of Tarantino's movies are directing. I'm look at me. I'm directing, I'm directing. Um, that's it's true. Every every single one I watch after he said that, I'm like, fucking bastard, you ruined Tarantino for me. <laughs> um but uh I, I I give it an eight out of ten. It's entertaining. I did I did dread watching it again because I knew that all of the the dead time I would have to watch all of the dead time and it's just it's it's a chore for me to to stay focused on something that I know, you know, I could sleep for five minutes for the rest of this scene and 
Nice one. <laughs> I, I can sleep for five minutes for the rest of this scene and not miss anything. Um, it's hard for me to to justify the time. Um, but but I think everybody makes up for that for for what the editing lacks. Yeah. Nice. Blake? I'm still shocked by six and a half hours. That I, I never could, thought. I, be, I never I thought you've given some fucking reviews in this in this show. I could be convinced to a seven. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But six and a half just is it's what I walked in and I want to stick to my, Absolutely. To my guts. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna give this a nine nine nine? Nine out of ten. Was that was my review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nine, nine, nine out of ten. Um I totally understand every gripe except yeah. the bat gripe. I, I like the bat scene. Um, <laughs> but I I totally get the pacing. It's way too long. Yeah. There's those weird editing choices that are like, yeah, Tarantino directing, directing, directing. But there are way too many of my favorite scenes of any movie in this movie for mm-hmm. me to like knock it down too much. Like some of like the greatest performances that I've seen, some of the greatest scenes that that hold it together enough where like even though those hard resets at every chapter are the things i dread when i think about rewatching this movie it's like oh when i get to chapter two i mean i'll be cool with it but when i get to chapter three that's when you're like oh boy here we go we're resetting back to shoshana um but well do you like the shoshana parts or the bastards parts best i i always go into this movie looking forward to the bastards parts uh-huh. the shoshana parts are always slower mm-hmm. and i think that's what i dread it's the getting into those scenes that i think are the problem mm-hmm. but once you're in that world her and and daniel brule have good chemistry i think mm-hmm. chemistry of not liking or her not liking him but i think they are both really good in scenes together um melanie laurent i think is her name right um she is amazing as as soshana and uh once i get into her story again Mm -hmm. that's that i I think that's where some of the best moments of the movie are but i think going from like the action-packed um character driven with brad pitt of the glorious bastards it's hard to switch gears you're asked just you're asked to kind of switch your your tone a lot Mm -hmm. um that's why I that's why I say melding those two early right. would would work better. Yeah. Yeah, that that would yeah. be a good idea. Uh but I think the music is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um the cinematography is amazing. Acting's amazing. It's all amazing. And uh Yeah, I love this movie 9 out of 10. Yeah. 999 out of 10. Uh we didn't really talk about yes. Hitler in this movie, but whoever they got I don't know who they got to portray Hitler, but um I I always love it when they portray him as like you could see he's on the verge of insanity, like totally, um, right in in Just... the interrogation scene where he's talking to the survivor, he is losing it, and they make him look like an absolute moron, which is it's it's how he was. Uh, he was always on the verge of that insanity, and him most and, dictators are yeah him and Goebbels. Um, I love their portrayals; they are so dumb, and <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that concludes our discussion with Inglorious Bastards. Are we gonna pick a movie? Yeah. Let's what are we watching next week? Pick a movie. Week? Let's see. I get to pick or again. Are we, wait a minute. Are we doing? That would be the week after. The week after. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. not this Sunday. Not this Sunday. So I can go to church. So you can go to church. Yes. Okay. Brandon really wants to go to church this weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. 
church yeah, for we're me. We're equal opportunity employers, so church, we allow Brandon to go to church. church. Church for me is locking the door and watching dirty videos on the <laughs> internet. I want to get behind that That's religion. Church. Yeah. All right. Hope it's not another me. It's called Fap Church. The movie that we are watching next week is. That's another one of mine. Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, I've, I've, I've had a lot of movies. Should I? Some Frankie. Should I no, okay. no. Let's do Agent That's Cody totally Banks. your decision, but I'm down for okay. Agent Cody Banks. Um, yeah. I just put this movie in. This was one of the two that I had put in when we uh, did like a refresh. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so Agent Cody Banks. I'm so excited for this movie. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, man, I got Scooby Doo and Glorious Bastards and Agent Cody Banks. Those are some three classics. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind I'm gonna rate Agent Cody Banks higher than Glorious Bastards. You probably will, and it deserves it. It probably deserves it. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched Agent Cody Banks. I, same. Yeah. Yeah. I Not really even... a movie you see play on TV. I can't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I can't think of where we'll even watch it. Uh, we'll, find, it's probably on, we'll find it. Yeah, we'll find it somewhere. Is that a Disney movie? I was going to say, be. is it Disney? It might be. It might be on Disney we'll Plus. Look on Disney Plus. Well, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Uh, Secret Agent Cody Banks. Why did you get to draw again? Because I uh, it was my movie. Cl- cl- oh, we oh uh, whoever's movie it is. Yeah, is that's what we've been doing. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, if you if you nice. think if you think I'm suddenly taking over and I'm having too many movies in there, no, I think you can have a coup. Pick whatever you want. I picked. I got. I think what, we'll three all in a row get like tonight? our. Well, yeah. This uh, means time. this means that in the future, my my chances are very very slim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <that means> statistics. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm smart. I mean, Jose is gonna have a role here pretty soon. I dropped out at AP statistics. I slept through AP statistics. Did you pass it? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. B. I yeah, think. pretty sure. I dropped sure. it because I didn't need it. I, I didn't need it classes. either. They forced me into the class. Yeah, I, I had never, six classes and I, I dropped take two classes. Statistics. That's why he's dummy. <laughs> I took an IQ test yesterday, an online IQ test. <laughs> you can't trust that in any way. Are you, smart? Are you smarter than I'm Einstein, smart. Brandon? <laughs> I, I I got a hundred and one. What does that mean? Yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> don't no, don't tell me I can't make fun of you being dumb anymore because no, you're I got a, sensitive. I got a one thirty nine. Okay, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, yeah, it's up there. We'll see you next week, everyone. the highest you can get. Oh, you're smart then. Yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I'm a we'll, we'll all um, Nice. We'll, we'll <laughs> all have... <laughs> no, I heard nine. <laughs> we'll all have taken IQ tests next week, so we'll report back at that. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see if we're smarter than Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> I doubt it.